This is since so why I don't understand why, like what is so hot topic right now about COVID? Uh, the U.S. Court of Appeals, the Sixth District, just uh, is going to allow the Biden OSHA ma- OSHA mandate that'll force any employer over a hundred uh, of over a hundred employees to mandate vaccinations, and that that this this is the big one. This is it would apply to virtually every single business, and it had they had put a stay on this about you a really month ago. You really think it's going to go through? You think they're going to limit again? I think they're going to allow any private businesses that want to put vax requirements on their employer on their employees to do so. I th- I'm hoping they're going to shut down state mandates, and they're going to err on the side or the na- like. That's when this ocean one is a national one. Now the court, the, the the sixth the sixth court of appeals consists of a Bush judge, an Obama judge, and a Trump judge. Bush and Obama ruled in favor of mandates. The Trump judge against. The Supreme Court, you have a very similar situation. You have four Democrats, two Republicans, one being, um, oh, I try to remember the justice's name. Who's the one in the middle? Chief Justice Roberts. He was in the middle. He's basically switched to be with the three Democrats. Mm -hmm. So there's basically four Democrats, if you make Roberts a Democrats, and then five Republicans. Three of those five Republicans were appointed by Trump. Or yeah, I guess yeah. So where this goes, I don't, I don't know. They allowed earlier this week, the last time, the last episode we aired, they made it so it was okay for the federal government to mandate vaccinations for all healthcare employees. Right now, over the course of this week, the NFL and the NBA just put, I believe it's December twenty fifth. If you don't get your booster shot, you're no longer considered vaccinated. Hmm. So that and that's one of those. New York City has also changed their requirements. That come January fourth, it's going to be similar to Germany today. Put ten days if you're not vaccinated, you have to stay in one place. They're just going to try and stop the spread if they just completely lock it down for ten days. They aren't accepting any kind of tourism from uh, the British because the UK they're split, just like how they wanted to do the Brexit. Mm. Each different little section of the United Kingdom is kind of doing their own thing. So Germany's cutting all travel from there. Almost every one of these European nations are going back into a lockdown. And it's like New York just canceled Broadway for the rest of the year. All the Ivy League schools canceled in-person finals. I, let's, that, that, and then, I yeah. mean, have... The, the, the premise of the question, Craig, is, is each for the longest time here, I've been wanting to just call an end to COVID so we could move into the 2022 election cycle mm-hmm. like and that's what the next couple episodes if you tune in it's just me and craig if you haven't noticed yet this is an emergency episode on a saturday night it's not an emergency episode it's a planned episode alec well, isn't here yes <laughs> but we could just move the episode that i have planned with alec we're still going to do on tuesday yeah there's a specific subject that i just want to make sure that we get to now because if we don't end this year if we go into a state of accepting three boosters mm-hmm. or three shots to get in a building this is never going to end and here's how Fauci did a perfect job. You don't, I don't think that that's actually going to happen. They're saying this could go into 24. Yeah, but who's going to comply? We, we did the episode. Two years. Two years of lockdowns is what Bill Gates said a year ago almost to the yeah, day. Yeah, but nobody's complying. Like, I don't it's know about you. It's getting cold. It's getting cold. Right now, you, it's easy when you to disobey out, when you can just eat outside. When you go out in society, are you, are you bar- no. burdened at no. all by it? No. No. Me neither. So, I don't really understand. But New York, th- there are six states The that only are. people that it's... Well, yeah, it sucks. I mean, sucks. Don't live in those states. Half of the, well, you got to move. I guess that's what we're trying to decide now is if you were going like. If they did that here, I'd probably be looking to move, you know. Yeah, that And that's what I, we are in a purple state. Right now, the blue states are going lockdown. The red states are saying, screw you. Yeah. The purple states. And we just have just enough like. Th- this could ruin your. St- I mean, if, I mean, it might be different in Pittsburgh. I think I don't know. if the Democrats don't just let this go mm-hmm. and they continue to fight a war against an invisible enemy for the next two months, I think it'll ruin any attempts they have to retake the House of 2022. But is the death count even up? Because, no, I mean, everyone knows this year people act like it, the, the, it the, normal. They, they have an off-ramp. Let me play. This is, we are at the 1944 was the uh, December, was the, the 14th? Mm-hmm. Or December 16th. Today's the 18th. December 16th is when, are you familiar with the Battle of the Bulge? Mm-mm. That was the last German offensive in World War II, oh. where they made an attempt to try and surround the Allies. They failed. It ended up being like a 40-day attempt to siege, but that was the last time that 
Hitler had made any advancements into the Allied territory. So the, it was basically the final. It wasn't where he killed himself, but this was where he was stuck into a defensive position. Okay. That in context, listen to the analogy Fauci made on the 56, this has been like, uh, I want to say 76, 75 year anniversary of the Battle of the Bulge. We've just got a hanging that we can't give up. We're, we're at a war. You know, if you really want to make a metaphor out of it and you're going to take an analogy, it's sort of like in the beginning of World War II when we were losing all the battles and we were getting pushed back on the Pacific front and on the Europe front. If we had said, oh my goodness, we're all fatigued, let's give up. That would not have been a good thing. But I think we need to look at it in the fact that we are at war with a very formidable enemy. And we're going to win the war. It, it kind of sounds like... Better than the virus. He, we're gonna, and we actually know what those tools are to fight it too. He is on there pretty much giving orders to his troops, which yeah. are the crazy people yes. who are trying to say, no, I'm not coming over to... Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, unless you pass a test. It yeah. might make you stand in the garage, take a nasal swab, yeah. and after 20 minutes, I might let you grace my presence with make, the mask on. And going to make, like, those are his troops, and he's calling to them, like, don't give up. How big don't is this army? Don't stop how bothering is, your family and your friends. None of our viewers are members of this army. I feel no, very confident. Yeah, we have a couple hate viewers, I think, after this week. That joke of Francis Collins, mm -hmm. that made the rounds for the next three days after we aired it. Oh, yeah. Like we were the first one to play that, and then everyone was like, "Yeah, no, that's actually the doctor. Not mm -hmm. that. That's not just some kooky guy. That's the NIH head, and it was his retirement video. The reason it made a bunch of noise. He's been doing this for a year. Mm. He, he's just stepping down now because he's about to get charged with war crimes. Because I like Fauci's analogy here, except he seems to think he's on the ally side that he's not checking people's papers. That he's not calling for rounding up a certain group of the population because they're dirty and you don't want them to associate with the rest. No, what I think this is, is us, the unvaxxed, have been getting beat back for three years. And we're the ones that have to stand our ground here at the Battle of the Bulge. And right now, Fauci's trying to close down again. If you watch the news today, this is, and I, this is why I feel, when I, I feel this is so important. is because everybody is taking the next two weeks off. Everybody who has spoken, spoken out against vaccine mandates is taking two weeks to enjoy their lives. They're going to Mexico. And this is just this is what happens all the time with TV, except last year, because we were locked down. And a bunch of people realized if everyone's going to be locked in their houses, this is a great time to create content. Mm. So last year, we kind of skipped that two months of people don't watch TV now. You're supposed to be with your family. You're not supposed to be locked down. You're supposed to be going out to eat. You're supposed to be having like uh, work parties anything you're supposed to be leaving your house this isn't supposed to be a lockdown time new york as you're going to see in a couple of clips here this was two days ago fauci was talking since then cnn has been a non-stop loop just playing this hyping it up saying germany's closed the nfl is canceling games the nba is canceling games this is starting to look a lot like uh march 2020 starting to look like that so they're playing that while fox has sent all of tucker like everyone's gone so it's like today they spent like two straight hours on the border which I agree, this is an issue. This open border that we have, especially in the context of we're firing a bunch of unvaccinated workers. Are we going to fill them with illegal immigrants if we have the jobs to do so? This OSHA rule, these uh, a lot of these um, late, uh, manufacturing jobs, they can be replaced pretty easy. And we're bringing uh, in all these immigrants. you're firing people because of the COVID vaccinations, how do you know they're vaccinated? They're giving them for free. You can come in this country for free right now if you just take the vax. Come across the border, just take it. Is that really how yeah, easy it is? Yeah. Just, it's just, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, there, there's no policy. Like, there's no, th that is, and in CNN's defense, Fox raised this six, five months ago. They were saying, you're letting everyone in without testing them. They're not vaccinated. So the liberals said, sure, well, we'll vaccinate them, test them too, all the time. Great. More people to test. We can track it even more. <laughs> so it was like that backfire because they were trying to be facetious. Fox mm -hmm. was trying to be like, you guys are only following the rules when it benefits. It's like, oh no, if you want to add, now they're even better workers. I think they would rather have a non-citizen who's vaccinated than a citizen who is unvaccinated. I would say the majority of people in charge of our country right now would agree with that. They would have they would rather have an unvax a vaccinated illegal citizen than an unvaccinated legal one. Oh yeah, they would definitely want. I, I think that's pretty. I think and that's where so Fauci's declaring a war. And the question is, is so with who? We've been talking about this for a year now that they have been using these terms, that's why I want him to be charged for war crimes. When you lie 
about where the origins of attack came from, mm -hmm. how many casualties you lost on a battlefield, possible weapons that you could have brought on earlier, those are war crimes. Yeah. And right now, I'm looking at Fauci. This is their last chance. They're trying to steamroll. All of their opponents are currently off the air. We're one of the few people still recording live episodes, and we're going to try to over the next couple weeks. I don't understand why they... Why is there no investigation into him? There are, there's in the, because we're not, nobody who wants to hold the investigation is in power. So there are, there are people looking into it, but until the house is taken back and we can change the committee so we're not having Jan 6 hearings and we can switch it back to COVID origins, then we have a chance. But as of now, who's in charge of the FBI? Who's in charge of the house investigation committees? Who's in charge of the Senate investigation committees? So they're just letting him do this. You got Crowder, a bunch of independent journalists on the dark web. Those are the people trying that are doing these of uh, us. We're trying to do these investigations on our own. Yeah, but, but we're just relying on other people to look into it and trying to tie some st some storylines together that people might not be able to see. Because so, I want to know how. I want to know exactly. Maybe it's out. I don't know. His ties to the the lap. Yeah. And the funding. Yeah. In, and how I want to know that whole timeline of events. Like that whole that thing should all be investigated. You know it's all documented. Rand Paul, Rand Paul, we have people getting into this, but right now, the who controls what's classified and what's not? Yeah. The White House. So it's like... If and like, why... Like, I don't understand how we can just allow people to flat out lie, you know? Like how... It, lying it took, is not illegal. It took one of their lying, own... Li lying is not illegal. Yeah, it's true. You can lie all you want. Right. The question is, is why did you lie? And who got hurt? Yeah, what are like if you're in power and you're lying the way they are, <laughs> you should be held accountable. This was a lot of there was a whole you're, bunch of liberals when Trump was president and he was tweeting out just some bizarre but stuff. I guess I don't know how. And everyone's going, he's lying. This is this is not, he knows it's not true. We go, he hopes it's true. And if you hope something, but did he true, make policy on it though? A policy on hopes, if you're, whatever he's you asking, supposedly did, did he lying know about? this was not true, or was he just hoping that it was? I think he would argue a lot of times. I think a lot of people would argue. I was just hoping it was. Yeah. So then I'm not lying. I was just wrong. I, I misplaced my hope. So it's like it's a little bit of a catch-all, and politicians love those kind of gray areas. Those are the easy kind of, well, I didn't say I knew. I said I thought. And it's like I didn't know for sure. I could be wrong. I said that openly. I didn't say for certain. And that when you listen to, I guess let me skip straight here to um, uh, Fauci's going to say, on that argument that the war is with the 50 million left that have not got vaccinated. The big question that we've been debating is if you have not gotten your booster in four to six months after your second shot, are you still considered unvaccinated? Well, to CNN's credit, they managed to get this on record. Listen to this carefully here, Craig. Fully vaccinated. Now that you're saying, as you said today at the White House briefing, optimum protection is to be fully vaccinated but have the booster. Do we need to change the definition of fully vaccinated? Well, you know, Erica, it depends on what you're using the definition for. If you're using it for whether or not someone is essentially considered um, complying with the uh, uh, importance as well as the requirement to get vaccinated for a job or for getting into college. Right. What about protection, I think people think of it more as protection, not as, okay, I need to have, you know, I need to have two shots to be here every day at CNN. Right. I know that. Maybe that changes in the future, maybe it doesn't. I'm also, you know, I have my booster as well. But I think for people, when they think fully vaccinated, it's not even so much about places I can or can't go. It's how much protection do I have? What does fully vaccinated right. actually mean now? Well, that's the point, and that's why I say it is a bit of semantics, Erica. Yeah. If you're asking me as a health person, you should get boosted because optimal protection is boosted. The legalistic aspect of the court cases that are going through with regard to OSHA and the requirement for vaccination, that's going to get very confusing if you change what the requirement is. So rather than get mired in the legal aspect... We need that's the issue, right. Dr. Lord Anthony Fauci. This is the legal terminology with your OSHER requirements and your data analysis. The main issue that we have right now is, is the OSHA saying you need to be fully vaccinated to safely serve on a workforce. You're telling me fully vaccinated, you're not protected from getting and spreading the illness. And even if you get the booster, 
that's still not guaranteed. But you're not considered up to Fauci's standard of protection until you get that booster. And he knows that. And they've been putting around this for two months. And I've been trying to get Alec on record. We talked to Ryan when he was on here. What are you guys going to do when he finally changes his requirements? And he's admitting now, if we change it, that'll screw our legal argument. Because all these Supreme Court cases are not based around this being a flu shot. They're comparing it to a measles shot. And this is supposed to, the reason OSHA is using emergency orders to mandate this is because if you don't use, using it stops you from spreading it. If this comes out that that's not the case, that blows his legal argument out the window. So he's just saying, I don't want to talk about the legal aspect. If you're asking me as a doctor, well, yeah, get a booster, shoot your friends. If you're shot three times, go get someone else vaccinated. But if you're asking me legally, if we change, and he find you, he goes a lot of times, he won't weigh into, he won't even give what the legal side is. Here he's admitting, if we change it now, it blows our legal argument. He, remember, he's not a doctor. He's an epidemiologist, but he is not a public policy expert. So he can claim to know a whole lot, but when it comes to the law, he's not, he's a doctor. He's not a lawyer. Yeah. Very much not a lawyer. But he does, apparently, he's aware enough to point out here that once you start using legalese, that's what CNN's trying to figure out. CNN is the bridge between health and what the democratic politics are resulting on that said science. I like how she says that. I wish Alec was here for that part because she says, I'm back. Most, well, most people want it for the protection, not whether or not just to get, just to to get to into a building. Just to I get think into, he said on air here that he just needed to go to work. And I th- I'd say, I'd say at least half, Who is, half of the vaccinated right now. There's probably yeah. 50 million to a hundred million that just are getting this to go to the restaurants. Mm-hmm. They just want to get this one family member that has been uptight for a year and a half. And they figure we comply this one time. Mm-hmm. I get this shot in June. I can take my mask off. Oh no, I can't take my mask off unless I get a second shot. I guess I'll put the mask back on. Oh, no, now I can't work unless I get a second shot. I'll get the second shot. And it's those people that have been getting strung along because yeah, Fauci's so playing he, word games. He's banking on that all these people he convinced to get shots what, are just going to keep getting them as they come out. What my, my, my bet from the beginning, and that's why I kept, I don't know if, the, to me it sounds right when I listen back on the episodes, mm-hmm. but the bet, the bet that they're making is it is a, more likely that they will convince people like Ryan or Alec to get vaccinated than or to get a boost than to even get us to get one. Mm-hmm. Because our arguments have been, we've been saying this was going to happen from the beginning. And we're not going to do a five-shot, six-shot, seven-shot, shot. But if they don't shot. mandate it, what it happens when, say, Alec doesn't... If they just... That's why... To, people like him. That's why, to me, this, to me, this is the battle of the bulge. If enough people came out tomorrow and told Anthony Fauci to shut the hell up, we're not listening. We're done. You're not an expert. You can, you can be wrong so many times. I'm not saying... Well, I am saying war crimes. But if we just want to... Anybody who is supporting him up until now, I want to give an off ramp to. This isn't a oh, oh, oh I told you so. This is just one of those. If there was ever a time that you wanted to go back to normal, there is that chance. The way it looks like this on with with this, they're calling in on Fox the Army cold, and I think that's a much better way of looking at it. Is it spreads easier and is less deadly? They're trying to say now they don't know for sure it's less deadly. Israel, UK, South America, all or South Africa. All the countries that have been experiencing this first seem to be inconsistent. Here, we're still waiting because you have Florida. They're doing fine. New York, the cases are going up again. They're having panic attacks. That's right here. Let me play you some clips here now of how giddy they were as we're going. Here's the cancellation. This was on um, Friday. This is yesterday. So complicated now because there's such. The question is, is what to do with your Christmas party? Once again, this is CNN. Um, you know, there are such a variety of situations. Um, I, I think, you know, holidays are a great time to finally really push on getting family members vaccinated, particularly those who are older or who have medical conditions. Um, I mean, making it a condition of gathering is a wonderful impetus for people who just haven't managed to get there. Um, I mean, ideally... Holidays are a great time to try and convince your loved ones to get vaccinations. So if you can hold it over their head now, this should be a great... That would be a terrible impetus to not be able to go over grandma's house this year if if you don't get your vaccination card. But there are alternatives. Yeah, people are vaccinated. Um, if they're not vaccinated, then absolutely, I would layer on testing. The testing should be as close as possible to the gathering time. You know, so these, I'm gonna test a day or two before arriving um, is really not acceptable in the age of Omicron. Um, we really need to 
be testing as close as possible. Some people I know are putting are making testing a, are basically having people come in, take the test at the time of arrival, um, and waiting that 15 minutes before people can come in and remove masks. Um, so I think as always, <laughs> that's Doctor Chu from Oregon. Um, yeah. What are, so your family has to get sit out Stand, in their cars. She, if you want me to play this, she, she proceeds to say you have to eat with the windows down and just wear a sweat. <laughs> protections, you know. Um, if at all possible, vaccinate and vaccinate everybody. If at all possible, make sure people get their boost, their, their booster shot test, wear masks unless um, you're eating, um, improve the ventilation in your home, um, HEPA filtration if possible, keep windows open and just put on a sweater. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, uh, avail yourself of all the things that you can, <laughs> like, uh, multiple, just cancel. Um, multiple imperfect protections. Just cancel. Just don't, don't even. I'm going to suggest this <laughs> at my holiday. <laughs> I'm right? like, wait a second. Let's fix I'm the gonna air come- filtration system of the house. <laughs> Real quick, so that we can get a three-hour meal in here. Yeah, like what are you doing? <laughs> I'm gonna show up in a big bundled-up coat, and I'm just gonna expect that everyone else was, you know, planning the same thing. And I'm gonna open all the windows in my mom's house and be like, "What? It's COVID." I'm saving you. I'm doing this for you. And then they die of pneumonia <laughs> and you get like some other illness. Come on, that's what we had Saki last week. My three-year-old eats outside for preschool every day of the week, and it's like. It's getting cold outside. We can do this in January? How long? I mean, I guess. What's a little cold? What's a little temperature? What? Pneumonia numbers might help the case. I'm, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this one in the middle here so you can see it. Watch how excited Jim Acosta is to bring in the bad news here. Um I uh, You know the I'm viewer can't off, see it. Uh, I know, I know. Major you, depression here. It has nothing to do with the viewer, you can hear it in his voice. <laughs> you you could just hear like imagine just a stupid grin on his face as he's going through this whole process. <laughs> Holidays. Um, when we talk about all of this, my goodness, uh, are we heading back to the days of the pandemic or are, should we be taking it in stride like that uh, very well-spoken young lady uh, was talking about uh, in Polo's segment just a few moments ago? Well, actually, Jim, somewhere in between. Um, so, and, and it's helpful if you understand it's, it's... When we say somewhere in between, that young lady in the previous segment was somebody who was double masked with their hood up who was just explaining that they're accepting that they might only have Christmas with five people. But they're happy they can at least do that. Last year, they didn't go out with anybody. <laughs> so he's saying somewhere between completely locking up and that lady. So if you're, that's just a context for you listening here. That's not, that's not, this isn't in between the left and the right. This is in between the mid-left and the far left. So it's like it's an odd ground. Three major components. First component is we were already expecting another Delta wave because we've not done a good enough job vaccinating the country. Only 60% of the country's gotten two doses, and that means the unvaccinated, we were going to see a lot of illness from the unvaccinated. We're going to pile into hospitals anyway because of Delta. That's point one. Point two is now we've got the Omicron variant superimposed on that. And all of us were kind of hopeful that it was going to be like Alpha or Delta in the sense that we had a four to six week lag before it hit the U. Okay, do you see that there? He's blaming, once again, we are blaming the unvaccinated. 60% of the country is fully vaccinated. We've been saying that the hospitals were 90% filled with unvaccinated people for four months now. We're running out of unvaccinated people to potentially be the targets. We keep saying they'd all be dead. But each week I say that, I mean, it's more and more true. And it's like, as we're seeing throughout the NFL, that's what's going to come here is, is you have Ivy League schools, that it's a requirement that you be vaxxed to get in. In order to get to go back for your spring semester, I bet almost every state school is going to require a booster. Oh, yeah. And it's like what they're doing now by closing things all in a hurry when there's no counter narrative is creating a steamroll. And that's how you create a lockdown. If they get an economic crash, if there's some kind of calamity, if they can get these deaths, the deaths count up, that would be a cause for a potentially two-week to four-week lockdown. Battle the bulge went from November six or December 16th to January 25th. And when you think of right now, and if this OSHA requirement goes through, that's January 4th. So the people protesting would be protesting on what day, Craig? January 6th. Yep. And what are, what are we going to do? We're going to tie them all together yep. into one big domestic terrorist group. The unvaxxed, the Q theorists, and the critical race theory. They're all the same. They're all a part of this crazy liberal agenda. I, I'll skip straight to that. Seeing it as a person actively working on this job, listen to how this sets up. This is a guy just watching, I think, us. We're one of the sites he's paying attention to 
on social media. He's a former Republican, uh, super, super Trump hater. I got to wait till they show his One name for me to be able right to. Right now, in Phoenix, Arizona. In Phoenix, Arizona, right now, there is a thing called American Fest. America Fest going on. <laughs> the conservatives, they're trying. They're trying to have fun. They're losing left and right. <laughs> this is the day in Phoenix. They get together. They do this like every six months. They get speakers. Listen to how this is described, though, from somebody who used to be invited and is no longer a part of the party. He's just calling in CNN. Uh, uh, all of the same people that I'm talking about are all in one place this weekend where they're all going to share their their knowledge and, and with each other. Are you... I mean... I have so many questions. I mean, how how powerful are they? How big are <laughs> they? Gets, how concerned are this you? This gets bad. <laughs> they're, they're gaining in influence and power. Um, and, and you're going to see that. PTA mom specifically. <laughs> this is a bunch of people going there to learn how to, to launch local campaigns for town mayor to get on your school board. They're spreading their knowledge. That's the knowledge they're spreading. The DNC has been doing this for 20 years to get a bunch of PTA moms in a group, work them up into a frenzy, and they say, go register everyone to vote in your town. This is just the Republicans. If you want to do vote by mail, you want to do ground game, here we go. This is what's going to happen. It's going to be masks in schools. It's going to be what you're teaching the kids. That's where this fight's going to go. And you've angered, you've angered a whole bunch of otherwise, otherwise non-political suburban moms. They just want their 10-year-old to go to school. Nobody touch their kid. They don't want their kid to touch anybody. Learn reading, writing, and arithmetic. That, that's the goal. What you see when we watch these conferences like the one in Phoenix uh, this weekend, which is being sponsored by Charlie Kirk's Turning Point USA, if you watch them as we do and watch the breakout rooms and what's going on, there, there are speakers that come in that talk about all kinds of different COVID conspiracies, vaccine conspiracies, CRT, and they're training activists in the audience to go back out into their communities around the country, create sub-chapters, local chapters. So basically, they're getting indoctrinated pretty heavily this weekend. <laughs> Who are the headliners? Charlie Kirk, Tucker Carlson, Kaylee McEnany, oh Don, uh, Donald Trump Jr., no. Madison Cawthorn. Oh, no my! Phoenix this weekend. We have Ex-veterans, presidential sons, the former press secretary to the United States, Charlie Kirk. If, if you haven't heard of it, we haven't brought what him up that What is Donald Trump I, I'd like to work. Jr. I, doing? What is Donald Trump Jr. doing? They, this is, it's, a, it's a CPAC. This is a conservative rally. Turning point. But is he actually like... Just speaking. Being like... A, like is, does he have a oh. show or anything he's doing with Don me? Jr. has this whole road game. He's a speech. Yeah, but does he have like a show that he's doing, like a podcast or anything? No. A video? No. This is just him. Because I follow his social media and he no. pretty much just reposts the, funny memes. They're, <laughs> like, they're going he's to. He's like a normal person. They're working on. With, on social media. They're, they're working on starting their own. So, yeah, his social media. Yeah. Uh, they're working on starting their own Trump. So, like a, a, a T app. An app with a T where you yeah. go on and talk Trump. Trump talks to it. All the. It's similar, like a, a Facebook. Essentially, it's just weird that he would say that they're leading like he's making it seem like they're leading like a cult. Yes, yes, and that, <laughs> that's, and when you lump these people in together, they are very, very, very different. Charlie Kirk, like he was. These he, are all people that disagree on things. Him, him, it's him and Candace Owens, and Ben Shapiro mm -hmm. who lead like the young, the idea of trying to get college kids to become conservative, and and their logic is is they're just trying to reach out because basically you're competing with the college professors. Mm -hmm. These universities, every single teacher is trying to indoctrinize yeah. kids with education. This is just the the conservatives' attempt to put on. That's why it's America Fest. It's supposed to be like a Bonnaroo for like conservative culture. Mm -hmm. What I would rather do is like Burning Man. Do like burning rights and have like a libertarian convention out in the middle of the desert. Mm. I think that would be a lot more fun of a political music festival <laughs> yeah. than America Fest. But this, I, I like that they're trying. It's interesting to watch CNN looking at this like it's alien. Like this is a, they're forming an army. So what they're, <laughs> they're very legal. There is no violence. There is no Jan 6. This, they do agree with each other and they're pretty excited. Like they're going to go back into their towns and they will preach their message and how effective they are. We're going to see. And I would be, this sounds to me kind of like seeing Angelo scared. <laughs> when you're airing it like this, you're really trying to make it sound like this is nefarious. No, this is Republicans finally realizing you got to play a ground game. You can't just have big donors. It can't right. just be the same people running each time. You got to have some people that actually care because they're the ones that people want to come listen to. The passion, not the ones that are reading their speech. The people who hate Trump Jr.'s speech, love Trump Jr.'s speech. He's going to give you a show for 40 minutes and it's going to, CNN will air it and get mad for the next week and soundbite it. 
who controls the news headline right now who are we talking about right now mm -hmm. who are we talking about to indoctrinate these people along with QAnon people and all of that there's all the Q see one place not no one in that in that group was Q no one that we've talked about up until now is Q but this is how they're this is the mm -hmm. Arizona recount they're trying to draw that allure because remember we're moving up on the anniversary mm -hmm. we're going to start moving the Q protests the stop the steal are the same as the anti-masks anti-covid vaccine mandates they keep, and anti-critical race theory. they keep wanting to bash the Q which I mean we all get the Q is an outrageous yes you know take on a situation but they were right about something that's on trial right now Mueller report Epstein, the, they were Maxwell, right about the sex trafficking. RBG's death. They got four major things correct, and if you can get four correct, you can miss 20, and people will cling to those four. They're doing better than CNN. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if we're looking at who got, you got the tinfoil hats versus the tinfoil masks, yeah. and it's like you've got these, these people that are putting aluminum around their face, and it's like, well, if, it, if I have the aluminum over my mouth, I'm not lying, right. and I'm protected from anybody else's misinformation or disinformation. This kook. What are your biggest concerns? Well, for one thing, and I and I posted this last night on Twitter, um, more and more members of Congress as part of the Freedom Caucus are calling, for example, for Dr. Fauci to be prosecuted and put in prison. We are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> just one example. These are members of Congress. So yeah. the stuff that we saw last year in QAnon chat rooms is now being... That wasn't Q. That, that that's all post Q. This is all we started our show after Q was already proved to be a false. That's nothing to do with Q. And on the floor of Congress <laughs> about locking people up and uh, and Hillary stripping Clinton. all of the Democrats off their. Uh, Matt Gates just said this that all the Democrats should be stripped of their committee assignments if they read. You have currently stripped two Republicans of their committee assignments and are working on a third with Lauren Boebert right now. So, yeah, I agree. Every Republican House member, Democrats need to understand that censorship has consequences. And if that shoe gets on the other foot, why wouldn't we make every single Republican go through the speak, the Republican Speaker of the House to get their seat? If they're, they're doing it right now, they're handpicking the most effective members of the Republicans and taking them off of committees. So why would the Republicans not say? Because that's the only way to make them stop. The idea is Democrats hear this and go knock it off. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have an overwhelming majority. Quit knocking people out of the House with a simple majority by blowing the filibuster. No, that 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 that's the current plan that they're aiming at there. I'm going to save the. Uh, they had Mary Trump on, Donald Trump's niece, crazy lady, <laughs> loves. She's she's currently calling for Trump to be locked up. Trump needs to be censored. So and this is directly after that. We're going to save that for we're getting into our final 10, 15 minutes here. What's going on with Ghislaine? <laughs> what, what do you mean? What do you, we, we, the updates are pretty confined, so we don't have any. Yeah. The, 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 the Twitter I didn't know if trial you, tracker. They've talked about nothing. Nothing. Like, I'm not watching the news all day. But neither, neither network. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm, uh, Geraldo Rivero on it's Fox so, gave so a bad. passionate defense on her behalf. What? Yes. So that was shot down rather quickly by the crew. He was saying that she should have been given bail. That she's being the fall woman for everything that Epstein... She should have been given bail? Yeah, he's making a very democratic argument that... For sex trafficking. Well, it's, we don't know that yet. She, it, she wasn't... He claims she wasn't a flight risk. So if you're not a flight risk and you can't escape... But the thing wait, is, so the other guy kills himself, supposedly. Yes, yeah, exactly. And, and that, she's yeah, not a flight that's risk? The backdrop. That's the backdrop. Is we can't have her even killing herself. We need her to be alive yeah. for this trial. Like it, It's sounding like she is the recruiter. That's, <laughs> that's what everything sounds like, right? We, as far as we're concerned, what we're hearing. We didn't get to this point last time because Alec derailed the January 6th comments. But to me, I don't think you can divorce them not covering the Maxwell trial, which is the only thing the Q got correct. The mm. kickoff to the Q, the reason why they got all their initial believers is is that they called Epstein was going to get arrested and the Mueller report was bullshit. Well, the Democrats knew that. Anybody, we could have made that prediction. That's what we're going to do in our next week's episode. We're going to try and predict. The what, Mueller report We're going to try and predict the year. Yeah. Witch hunt. I was calling that from the beginning. Trump was calling it a witch hunt. Everyone was calling it a witch hunt. It wasn't a correct prediction. Yeah. It was common sense. However, it was common sense that not only Republicans knew, Democrats conducting the investigation, we're finding out they knew how bullshit it was. They were, they were doing it they themselves. Did it. They did it. So they, they're, they're the guilty party. And now, and now, That's what makes me so mad. Okay, now, they, they, don't get, they go after them and want to put them all in jail. Now, meanwhile, they're doing it. What was the focus on the Mueller report? 
the Russians? Ru- Trump's Russian collusion. Yeah. Trump's Russian collusion. We're kind of starting to look out that it looks like someone else is colluding with, I don't know if it's Russia, but it might be China. So oh, yeah. I think that I, I don't think they're colluding with Russia. Not only do I think you, exactly they're China. Not only do you mm-hmm. deflect blame off of you, but you put it on your opponent. And, that, and, that's, and that's what, what the Mueller report did. And all mm-hmm. the Q did was come out and say that's bullshit. And when it turned out to be bullshit, they said we were right. Pretty much any time I see the Democrats <coughs> accusing somebody like the Republicans on the right of something in a major way, they're doing I'm it somewhere. They're covering for themselves. And that's, I don't even know that's because Demo- it always turns out that I, way. I don't even know if that's Democrat or, or Republican. I would think in general a good rule of thumb is when you see someone accusing someone of something with for no, no apparent reason, with no evidence, or, or, <laughs> if you don't know the reason, mm-hmm. find the reason. Go back yeah. and try and find out why do they care about yeah. this? Why does Eric Swalwell, who's been caught? Fornicating with a communist like, spy, but, but the whole thing concerned the, about Trump hooking up with a communist spy. Hmm. I wonder if the, the Democrats have had this problem internally before Trump would have had. It. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what comes out? Wow, Eric Swalwell sleeping with a communist. It, it's weird too that they start the investigation off. They created a story about him. <laughs> Have what was it having prostitutes pee or something? He peed on a, the beds that prostitutes peeing on a, a, a bed Obama slept. Yeah. Which I contest to this day, if that is true, he would not lose a vote. No. No. Be, it's kind of <laughs> stupid, though. You think he would do it? I, d- I don't know. You th- like, you think that would be the, something you want to do? The reason I entertained the mall, I was a Democrat back then. The yeah, reason you I entertained used, it. You guys would get I mad read, I read the whole thing. I followed this thing very closely. It was nothing. Yeah. But it was based off the, pr- my argument to Democrats was, even if we prove this is true, no one will care. Even yeah. if it was true. The reason I think it is believable is... You did say that. The, the way but you guys believed it. I thought it, could, I thought it could be true. It was but worth, you still kind of trusted the Democrats. It, it was worth... Yes, yes. It, it was worth... I was buying mm-hmm. into a logic that if Trump is compromised by Putin, then all he goes into well, one of his backdoor you, meetings... At that time, I don't think you were watching Fox at that time at all. I still... What, Fox didn't cover it. Fox called, said right. witch hunt and ignored it. They just didn't cover it. The same right. way they are with the Jan Well, the reason I knew the details was just Rush Limbaugh all the time. It, it's you know, it, yeah knowing that it was that um the report Hillary Clinton's campaign paid for the uh oh, I forget the guy's name who steel the steel dossier the steel dossier, the steel dossier. yeah and how that was com- that's what it, it's all bullshit from the judge from the get when they brought it in yes and, and that's all you had to look at and know that none of that going forward was anything but so the key- we're just wasting our time with that investigation wasting our money so so theoretically what the Q was doing or not the Q, what the Democrats are doing with the Mueller report is they were accusing Trump of doing a crime that they did themselves mm-hmm. and the Q helped obfuscate that because it added a third layer like similar to this Jan 6 committee with Republicans not participating in it I, I am of the firm belief that I'm hoping we get some questioning from some guests here is that the Democrats are actually behind the queue. If not the Democrats, China. Either way, I don't think Trump ever it was ever on Trump's side, and I think that it was always a I think it's whoever has the foreign power, security issue. It's probably whoever has the power within those, uh, like the FBI and CIA and stuff. This all the, the intelligence, the, the, but the way the way you can use VPN and the way you can block your identity on these the the four chan and the, mm. where, where the queue posted at, we never know who it was. I'll, I'll and it could be a country that's causing chaos here. It, 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 right. it, it, it could be, but a, it's weird that yeah. there were people caught at January six that are not being prosecuted. Yeah, there's a ton, there's hundreds, hundreds. I, so I, those are plants. Those are plants that the government had. That agent provocateurs. Agent in when war. So who's behind an agent that provocateur. idea? Who set this whole thing well, okay. up? Okay, who's in charge? And why? Why does, well, is it Trump? Is it Trump's? It was Trump's FBI. This is just like how a police officer goes out. And gets a drug dealer to sell to them so they can arrest. Them. Uh, there's a big case where the, they uh, participate uh, in the crime. A, a young Muslim boy, boy, a teenager, was tricked into trying to set off a bomb mm-hmm. that the FBI organized. Yeah, and I stopped I him yeah. as he did it, and it was like, "Can you really like radicalize a kid and then arrest him for?" Yeah, it? that's what they do. Essentially, we did this on. A, there's an accusation mm-hmm. that we did this on a mass scale on Jan. Six, and it should be investigated. But, the, but that's not where that's the investigation is doing. That's yeah. not. And, They're not even looking into that. And they the, don't care. And, and the Republicans d- declined taking a position on the committee, mm-hmm. so they only have um, Cheney and that douchebag crybaby Kinzinger, and nine Democrats. All on a panel, sitting around. It's to me, it's Mueller report deja vu. It's going to be a big nothing burger. It's all a bunch of bullshit. But the question is, is, is this their way of covering up their involvement in it? Is is not only now are we not pursuing them, but and we're defending, delete, and we're defending gonna, ourselves. And while they're doing it, they're just going to they can make things disappear. But the argument they always have is Trump was in charge of the FBI, and Trump will go deep yeah. state, and we're going to have to sit and wonder. And that, but, that, that 
That I was, thought it was pretty obvious was uncomfortable, that the, the uncomfortable intelligence way community did, was not on Trump's side. Uh, it were, seemed like the entire time that they were trying to get Trump. But if you were an independent or a Democrat. And that's coming from CNN. Like they were investigating Trump the whole time. And then you're going to turn around and say Trump had all the control in the intelligence community? If, no, they're unelected people who are going to do what their people tell them to do. Yes. Yes. And and we're going to keep following the like, J- the You, know, you know Bush still has control over a lot of the people in office. That's why that's what I was saying with those judges yeah. is who are they loyal to? How much mm-hmm. the Bush family's power's waning. If you do, like if you all if they can't figure out a way to get rid of Trump, Trump's going to be the kingmaker if not the candidate in 2024. Good teaser for the next episode. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a year in review and then we're going to do a your prediction ahead. We're going to have a Christmas episode. Have more fun stuff. No COVID unless we have more war updates. Do you think the next uh, the next presidential candidate for the Republicans is going to use Trump as like a rallier? Like Trump's kind of set himself up. If that is his favorite part about the campaign, which I think I heard that from somewhere, that he likes to do the rallies. He's kind of set himself up that he can just be their rally. A kingmaker. Guy. He doesn't have he to. He can be- go around and just do rallies. If, all he, the time. if he just was a a party legend, mm-hmm. if he wanted to be VP and run DeSantis mm-hmm. as the head guy. I would love to see DeSantis and no. Christy Noam. That would be South funny Dakota. to be the VP so he doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, but I, and, and, and that's where I would buy into the liberal take on it is the man does have an ego. And I don't think he wants to go down a loser. Even if he is being successful as a hype man, mm-hmm. he's going to want to win in his, in his last race. He's yeah. not going to want to go down saying, I lost to inbred Joe, caught eye Joe Biden. As far as, I don't even have any clips of him today because he's been so embarrassed. I guess, yeah, week. coming back after four years off saying people realized, you know. Um, wasn't so bad, I guess, would be his move. Let's talk Joe Biden here in one second. I want to finish up the COVID talks on updates. The NFL moved three of their games, and they also announced that they are not going to be testing un- or vaccinated players anymore. So right now, one of the big confusions is is they have been doing tests for Wait, everybody. So the vaccinated people can just get everyone sick? Yeah. That's yes, good. but mo- good. but the way we have been doing it, the reason why we have to move these games is just whether you're vaccinated, it's just fair, vaccinated or unvaccinated, if you come in contact with a player who tests positive, you have to sit until you get two consecutive negatives. If you are not, if you are not vaxxed, you have to sit 10 days regardless. So they got this, they've been trying, each team's doing it differently. A bunch of people lied about their cards. They were suspended for three games. We missed that in an episode. Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh Steelers, Rather infamous for his off-the-field antics. Of course he's the one to get busted for a fake Vax ID. <laughs> Guess who he turned it in through? Who? Tom Brady's trainer. Not really. So there's a whole... The question is, if 94% of the NFL is vaxxed and half of football teams are testing COVID positive, how's the Vax work? But as you're going to see here, as Fauci, we explained earlier, they're about to change the definition of vaccination. Mm-hmm. We're going to go from the medical term, we're going to change the legal term to the medical term. I've been saying this for we years did, too, that the mo- Democrats always change definitions. Just, yes, and then they accue you of not being with the science. Yeah. It's like, I was with the science when that word meant that, but now you're saying yeah. that word means that. This is what I've been arguing my, for years. I've always been saying this. Like you're, You don't line up with definitions. We were going and for Ryan, herd immunity. Ryan does the same thing. He's trying to explain how the liberal definition Well, he's going to explain how... The li- and AOC has been making this argument that apparently conservatives are the Christmas cancelers, which let me let me play this. Um, this is amazing. Here's how Trump saved Christmas. 2015, when I started campaigning, I said you're going to say Merry Christmas again, and now people are saying it. Ah, uh, yes, it's Santa Trump now. Sort of how the old story goes. His cheeks were like roses, Which, his nose like a cherry. I noticed a lot of people are actually saying Merry Christmas again. Yes, there's no one could, no one could, back in 2015. The Happy Holiday thing. Even I, like people who definitely I don't, was working retail. You were instructed religious. to say Happy Holidays. Mm-hmm. And you get someone, if you did say Merry Christmas, I don't celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's like, these kids don't believe in that. Why are you, it's like, I was everywhere when polite. I'm going through the checkout lines, I'm getting Merry Christmas. I, I had switched Constantly. to Happy Holidays last year during lockdown. I officially switched back to Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. And now I'm super because I saw I was, it was one of those. Greg, that does not care about being objectional, would go just say Happy Holidays. So it's my the same thing is, amount of this syllables. is how I look at it. 
That's I prompt. say Merry Christmas because that's what I yes, celebrate. Yes, You can say to me Happy Hanukkah and or whatever still, you want to say. I just wish me happy. Happy yeah. holiday. Like happy seasons. If you What's say, your season? If you yeah. are taking offense to someone wishing you, a stranger, mm-hmm. wishing you to enjoy a holiday you don't participate in, you're the problem. Mm-hmm. Not the person right, asking exactly. it. You're the problem. And it's like, yeah. maybe that's your mental illness. Like it I don't care what we call like it, but you're you, the issue. Mm-hmm. Like, like if, someone, if, if someone comes up to you and you participate in Kwanzaa and are offended by a Merry Christmas comment, you have a mental issue. Yeah, you can respond happy Kwanzaa or whatever yeah, you say. Yeah, like, yeah, just don't, share your to, like how to that's start how a you fight <laughs> to start a fight over something that was meant to be complimentary. Mm-hmm. But as you can see, Jim Acosta, he's just yucking this up here. Mouth was drawn up like a bow, and we started saying Merry Christmas again because Donald Trump said so. <laughs> he likes poetry. Rudy the Red Nosed Reindeer. But I digress. Oh. All of this talk of the holidays has given me an idea, though, here, here we how go. we can break through all of the noise on the far right. Perhaps you know somebody, somebody in your family, somebody in your neighborhood, who needs a little more than Christmas cheer. They need the truth, gift-wrapped, just for them. Consider putting together a little folder of articles. Here's mine. Yes, he is holding up a folder with a bunch of sprinkly stuff. It is pictures of fox anchors and the fox Christmas tree that was burned down by a maniac a week ago. Because that was very funny to see in it. Fox's tree getting burned down was hilarious. And we casually talked about, I mean, hate crime. Christmas is a tree of a Christian Catholic holiday. Mm-hmm. That is a hate. I mean, if, if you went and did that to a mosque, if you went and did that to a menorah, it would be considered yeah, a crime against yeah, Jews. Right. I, I don't really understand. But apparently, no, this is funny to Jim. This is, this is Jim. He's actually holding up for camera. That's an excellent point. He, he Why it, is it not treated the same way? Because I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. If, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But as you can see here, Jim, he's good. Like, this is the newsroom. Once again, Wolf Blitzer, um, Jake Tapper, Anderson Cooper. He's sitting in your seat. This is normally where you serve when you're not taking your holiday. But here we go. It's cartoon I've time. I've got an Associated Press story in here reporting that uh, they found fewer than 475 cases of voter fraud in the battleground states that helped decide the 2020 election. Plenty of other great CNN articles in here as well. If you have those, you can, if you have kids, you can have them decorate the folder. On the cover of mine, I have the Fox News Christmas tree. There it is, along with some photos of Sean, Laura, and Brian. And don't forget Tiny Tucker. He's right there. And God bless us, everyone, including Vladimir Putin. Okay, so, so it's fine. So he just literally, as he's supposed to be a news anchor, and Democrats will argue <laughs> that CNN is legitimate news. Source I've never heard anyone. Defend- Jim McCoss is a legitimate reporter. He just brought up the Mueller report after we ju- we just got done talking about yes. what it is. It's a folder he, of truth. You know he knows a folder of truth. A folder of truth. Yeah. You're supposed to bring to your family <laughs> gatherings and dispense CNN articles, but with your cleverly and, decorated. And I'm, Tucker I'm fine Cr- that he does that, right? Like whatever. CNN is propaganda. You're going there to feed or to... You know what you're watching. You're looking at, when you yeah, turn on that channel, exactly. you know what you're getting. But to argue that they, this guy's an, a journalist is fucking... Uh, and, and now... In, <laughs> it, it, it's not even close. And not, I, I have not yet heard anybody make an argument for him to be a legitimate journalist. What I would like to posit is T- Tucker and Gutfeld... He, he was the main guy going trying to get he, stuff he, from uh, Trump. He and made all. his claim to fame screaming outside of Air right. Force One at the helicopter. Yeah. President, did you rape somebody? President, did you murder <laughs> somebody today? Is it true that you're a racist? Is it true that you're a racist? Like, and now is when we need it more than ever. <laughs> and now, now he, This was his time to shine. He, and his thing is humor. He's a shtick player. So right now, they gave him his promotion. They gave him, he does weekends on the news desk. And this is what he does. And this is, I have a folder of each pun and rhyme and attack he's made. What I want to posit to Gutfeld and Tucker Carlson is they periodically debate who's the dumbest person on CNN. And before this, it was a debate between Cuomo and Lemon. Cuomo's knocked out. I think Jim Acosta gives Don a run for his money. I really think if you break these two down, he has a stand-up act worked in over the course of his shows. And if you put them all together, it is, is it, I don't, apparently there might've been people laughing at that. I don't know if there were some Democrats that were like, that's a good one, Jim. You really got to get them. I, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go home. I'm going to make myself a little Fox hate calendar. And then I'll go around because the best thing you could do on your holidays is walk around and go what to people I that don't want to talk about politics. Oh Imagine, everyone go make a Trump folder. Get like a little Trumpy coin, get your Trumpy bear. You get what, I should give Brad one. 
I should be like Jim Acosta said that you'd want this. This is for the facts. This is a this is a folder of facts for you. This is everything that they the justice. You just go through all the lies over the past four years. It's like this is the facts, and I got my CNN, my big red folder. That 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 that's who we're dealing with here. Um, uh, the stuff to relieve out one. Oh, this Kamala. Oh, um, Kyrie Irving. He was he's back. They're letting him play because they have too many people on the COVID protocol list. Mm-hmm. So they're letting Kyrie, who he's been sitting out because he refused to get the vaccine, the Brooklyn Nets, who host games in New York, mm-hmm. they are now bringing him back. He can play in away games because he can't play in New York City because mm-hmm. New York City is about to announce the booster. But they're admitting now that winning's on the line, they're willing to take him back. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm seeing some optimism here with the battle of the bulge. If we can hold the line, if you're an NFL player who got your J&J jab in June, just so you wouldn't have to wear a mask during weightlifting, during the regular season. And if you got that fake vax, like Antonio Brown, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> without them, they're just going, if anything, Aaron Rodgers, who I have a couple clips of them criticizing him, but forget about that. Yeah. He got a lot of heat for just being honest. There were a lot of players who fake. Aaron Rodgers could have faked his vax card and not worn his mask around and not gone, been the, forced to be the poster child for this. He did and was honest and got screwed. Now you have a bunch of players getting busted for the fake vax. They can't shame all of them. You have uh, so some teams that are 95% vax, half of their players are positive. This is a messaging disaster. Mm-hmm. And if we can hold the line here, if a bunch of NBA and NFL players can do if LeBron, don't get that booster. Donald Trump, no booster. You had the COVID. LeBron James and Trump have both tested positive for COVID, and they've also been fully vaxxed. I think Trump only got one J&J, but let's just say they both got two. Right now, they were both far enough, far over four months ago, that they were going to need, said, a booster. Now, they have hybrid immunity, natural plus artificial. There's no reason for them to comply with this. I don't think they're actually vaccinating the presidents. Yeah, we've had that debate too. I, mean, I really don't think Trump got. He Trump didn't do it on I, air. I, I don't know why he wanted to tell us that he did. That's so I'm just taking his word for it. I don't know why he would have they not want got society it to get and lie. But no one ever gave him credit. He's never going to get credit for this. Yeah. As, until he vaccinates every person in America, they will never give him credit ever. Yeah. So just stop trying to claim it. You gave therapy. Project Warp Speed gave us the vax and the therapeutics. Rogan just had that whole show with McCullough mm. where he explains, I can't even, he does. A, if you're interested in this stuff, he does a great job of three hours of explaining the details of, it, it's a big question why we have not been pursuing treatments. It's one thing to pursue the facts, which is a pre- preventive, it's supposed to be preventative. It's turning out, it's just a treatment. Yeah. It's just it's supposed to, you're still going to get it. But, just but Trump can't bad. turn around now and say that he lied. What do you mean he lied? No, oh no, and, and that's which I, he probably did. I'm, he probably didn't. I get am. It. I'm offering an olive branch where I was annoyed with his stance he took with taking the made up vax behind closed doors. Like two Biden's, months after the fact, Biden's was fake. Right now, come out and say you're not taking a booster and that you're not going to force people that, to come into Mar-a-Lago, people but, that come into your. But DC you, building. you know, Biden's was fake. I do. I, I, I don't no, want to. It was. It wasn't. I, I don't even. I don't even care. Doing I, the, I don't care whether like doing the vaccine thing. I, I'm trying. You're I'm supposed try- to take it out and test to make sure you didn't get I, a. I'm. I'm trying to steer a far away, as far from the conspiracies as I. That's can. not a conspiracy. He said he got it, but they did. He did it on TV. Yes. And they didn't do that. Where yeah. whatever you call it, where you pull it out, make sure you didn't hit the vein. Right. The, An important step. They're apparently not doing that. Period. Anywhere. But for the president, they're doing it. They're not taking any chances with the president. I don't think they care if they take him out. I think if Joe would drop dead of this thing in a minute, they would not mind. I think that whole thing is a shit. I think that might- there's no way you're taking that risk with the president. You don't want your president to die. Well, from and it. The, there was an argument I heard at the beginning of this that shooting up the military, you should only do half. Because if this is a Chinese secret trap and it ends up killing the people that take it and we give it to everyone in our military, mm-hmm. we lose our entire military. Yeah, so it would have made sense to save half of it mm-hmm. and see if it works and then do it for a year so we still have some people but and if it was no two, we fired 100 and then Navy, the president uh, dies Navy, from it 100 naval midshipmen fired what, what if the president dies from it and they claim victory after it they claim it was covid they'd say it didn't kick in quick enough and he got died of the covid he needed the booster earlier mm-hmm. they, they're just changed that's what fauci just said he said we're just changing there's a legal yeah. definition and there's a medical definition and which one i use depends on whether i'm talking to a lawmaker a coroner a CNN anchor or a pedestrian. Mm. And he just flat out said it. And then in, when, in two weeks, he goes, I never lied. It's, uh, the data has just, invo- has just evolved. Well, I don't know. I'm calling bullshit now. And I've been doing this every time he comes out and says something that what he said is, is we're going to mandate a third booster. I can't get anyone to admit that yet. CNN's trying to get it. Mm-hmm. Biden's supposed to speak on Tuesday. 
We're going to record Tuesday night. My prediction is, is Tuesday Biden will explain that his OSHA mandate is meant to apply to what is going to become a periodical booster. And it's they were saying six months. They want to change it to four. I'm going to skip that tape two here just to get to the funny one. We have um, Kamala Harris went on Charlemagne the God. Did you see any of this? On um, Not Charlemagne the God, but it's... The breakfast club no no he has his own comedy central show now oh does he yeah, yeah let me get it for you let me get it for you here this is the new technology that i've developed um fox had only been playing a sound bite and i don't think it really gives it similar to john stewart mm. uh, these guys are democrats right. so you have fox using a democrat against another democrat as far as kamala harris's mind this is supposed to be an easy interview mm-hmm. charlemagne i don't know if you know anything about him no, you, I, you know yeah, the I Breakfast know. Club. Like yeah. he, he's he's a lot. Of, he's a uh, vocal Bernie supporter. Mm-hmm. Like like we're talking. But at the same time, I would think him. He's been on Rogan, I believe. I, I don't think know. the first time I saw I him was on Rogan. I haven't seen him on Rogan. I I, I mean, I'm he might sure. have, I might have, I'm I didn't sure. see him. I'm though. fairly sure it's something. I'll, I'll, we're looking. Uh, that's irrelevant. Rush Limbaugh in his last year did. Uh, it, they did like 30 minutes together or something. Okay, and that's so that's he lasted longer than Kamala. Kamala could only go 20. And here's what happens when now if you're this is where I I would like I would like to do an interview with Charlemagne or be on his show like I've always found him very fascinating. Right now I don't politically agree with him as much as I used to. His just blind any this goes for any Democrat blindly defending this Voter Rights Act. The Democrats have realized that they're he not going to pass does. Build That's Back Better. He just blindly Default, supports yes. whatever. And, and he to, defaults to what to the, the Bernie narrative. supporters supporting this Voting Rights Act. Please try and find specific issues where anyone's rights are being lo- blocked. I, I think it's a shell game, mm-hmm. and I think it's the Democrat. We have it on the board, and it looks like they're realizing they can't get Build Back Better through without blowing up the filibuster. Manchin's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Their best chance to blow up the filibuster before they lose the House in 2022 is because of the Voting Rights Act. And there they want to do a carve-out, where just because it's a matter of voting then you only need 51 votes. That doesn't apply towards all their other policies, but you can see how this logic, if you can do a carve-out for this, why can't you do a carve-out for everything? Mm-hmm. So what they're going to try and do is transition over these next two months. That's why we call this position week. They're setting up for the Voting Rights Act. And the issue with the Voting Rights Act is is Joe Manchin. And now if you listen to the Young Turks or you look, you listen to any of the far lefties, is they're, they're, going, they're calling Joe Manchin like the worst kind of racist. Mm-hmm. All these guys, it's gotten ridiculous. I don't know how he, I mean, Fox openly jokes about him switching parties now. Like, anytime, they hate you. They really, really, really hate you. And it's like, here's Charlemagne going, who's the president? And he does this for a solid four minutes. He's going, well, if Joe Manch is in charge, why aren't you doing something to bring him in line? And that's what a lot of the Bernie people want asked. They want to know. It's like, it's, everyone just keeps going, what Joe said, Joe Manchin said no. Mm-hmm. Well, was Joe Manchin the president or not? <laughs> so here you have him, like, just grilling Harris down on these questions here. Very serious. I, who's the superhero that's going to speak against Joe Manchin? No. I want to know who's the real president of this country. Is it, Bi- is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? I'm sorry. I just want to interrupt, and I'm the vice president to hear you. It's Simone. I'm so sorry, Charles. She, she can hear me. Simone, so you had Kamala sitting there. Charlemagne asked, who's the real president? Joe Manchin, Joe Biden. Just real off the cuff. Mm. Kamala says nothing. Simone Sanders, we were just talking about her last week. She's stepping down at the end of the month, mm-hmm. jumps in front of the microphone and interrupts it and goes, oh, sorry, she couldn't hear you. I was interrupting you. She wasn't doing that till after the question was over. Yeah, yeah. Kamala Harris knows this question. She knows it very well. And she's sitting there looking like a deer in the headlights. This is, if anyone wants to go watch it, it's 18 minutes into his show, Charlemagne, The Truth. Does she answer? Yeah, here we go. Watch. Yeah. And that's why I'm going to play this through here because how Charlemagne the God responds to me is... Astounding. I thought they were going to cut it. That's what I that's thought right. It's getting to what he's he's currently looking off stage going, she can hear me. She's ignoring me. Yeah. Like, this is the same thing they did with Does the, he ask again? Watch here. Uh, <laughs> can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me, Madam okay, Vice President? Oh, so I'm sorry. You got a rap? Oh. So I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. They're acting like they can't hear me. <laughs> I can hear you. Oh, so who's the I real So who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden? Madam Vice President. Come on, Charlemagne. I really, Come on. I, it's Joe Biden. I can't tell no, no, sometimes. No, 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 It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican about asking whether... 
What? You ain't black if you don't support Joe Biden. <laughs> you're, you're questioning one you're white questioning man over another white man? You know what? What are you, a Republican? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. It is like, for me, I figured Charlemagne, like, take off. What? This whole time, now all of a sudden you're going to start disciplining me? Because I'm asking. That's a legitimate what question. What did you do after? That's us. Here we go. Uh, he's president. Do you think Joe Manchin and, is and a problem? It's Bi- and, it's Bi- and it's Joe Biden. And I'm vice president. And my name is Kamala Harris. And the reality is because we are in office, we do the things like the child tax credit, which is going to reduce black child poverty by 50%. What does that have to do with the question? <laughs> we do things all that are about... Sex. A lot of questions like, what have does you done? She, does he take it back? Listen, keep going. ...that our Department of Justice is going to do these investigations and require that we end chokeholds and have body cameras. How long it is, is the work of saying... With this crap? Notice that if you, you couldn't see this at home. Those last 30 seconds, they did not show him in this screen. In the normal way the show shot, he's sitting at a desk with the person in front of him on a jumbo screen. Mm-hmm. So you can see him interacting. When he turned off to say, she says she can't hear me. He's talking to his producer. Yeah. So this whole interview, Simone Sanders is sitting behind the TV talking to Kamala, feeding her questions. Well, apparently someone is in contact with Charlemagne's producer. And there's a period here where obviously this is going terrible. Fox cut it here. Fox played that clip. So wait, you do you think he was scripted a question he'd asked the wrong question uh, yes this is Charlemagne accidentally did his just like John Stewart this is the same like thing they told John. him what to say and he just said whatever he, he just kept going a little bit farther than they wanted to and Kamala fumbled at the five and they ran into the end zone it's like she just sucks she's terrible and the whole beginning of this like well, he, that's worse than I thought but I, I mean for him though, it, the, I'm glad he did that the, that gives me I mean I respect that but if they're feeding him questions. It's all. It's just propaganda. His then. first question. Just, they, his why, first question was why how do you they feeling? get to feed questions? And you know, Hillary, weren't they saying in the that Hillary was? Hey, that's what I wanted to bring staffer. up. This was Should, they were emailing the, the questions to the people. Well, no, this is also. But this is where Charlemagne accidentally is a Democratic killer. It's because he can weed out the fake candidates. Mm-hmm. When Hillary went on and said, "I carry hot sauce in my purse," yeah. like the Beyonce song, he's like. Come on. Yeah. Like that's, you're clearly pandering. And he actually said that to her. And she didn't know what to say. He's like, what do you mean I'm pandering to black people? It's like, I'm a black person. You just tell me what I want to hear. You don't believe anything you're saying. Mm. She was floored. And that was one of those, that really killed momentum in her campaign. Mm. Kamala here, we're not going to get many chances to see her honest. This I don't real. know this though. Is he a sit in a, like a situation where the Democrats kind of forced to go do interviews with him? I, I think similar to Bill Maher. Because what, what stops he, them from he, just stop saying that they're going to interview I him? think similar to Bill Maher and Joe Rogan, it's become, uh, Rogan for the Republicans, it's become a status symbol that mm-hmm. if you're a top Democrat, you have to be able to go do it, do 20 minutes with him. Mm-hmm. He's not completely on the Democrats' leash. No, yeah, but, but, I, I but, used to listen they, they, to the Breakfast they Club They trust a lot. him. They trust him enough to send Kamala Harris. The only thing about not, not, they don't want this. The Breakfast Club, though, well, that's his own show, but like the breakfast clubs where he normally was is they, they just got so into the COVID crap and that's every yeah. i was sick of yeah. hearing it constantly he, he, on their show that's why i stopped listening and that was, i liked that them. was one and a lot of these doctors that we've been playing on the show i didn't realize they went on rogan those first two months mm. a lot of these doctors that have been scaring lockdowns now they all went they'd only do an hour and a half but they went on all these shows they went on barstool i'm sure they went on the breakfast club yeah. and because you're figuring they only sh- did an hour and a half with rogan yeah for the, yeah, the only, only, I mean, only for them. That's yeah. a lot. That's like Doctor Hortez. We played a couple of them so far today. I, I think, wonder why I he lets won, them. I think I want to close those deals. Because at, it, at the you time, go the whole three hours. I think. I think the logic was is this is a doctor. He has to go back in a lab if he's willing to just explain to me for an hour and a half. Because that was when he was doing Zoom. At the beginning of the lockdown, oh, yeah, when Joe he was, was he doing thought it, and then he realized they, they, they weren't in person. They were all over Zoom, and they haven't been back since. I'd like to see some of them come back. No, he doesn't. He won't do the Zooms unless it, he says oh, the yes. only way is if it's yes. somebody so important that it's worth it. Not, not the TV doctors. But, yeah. but here, listen to the rest because the question is is the same thing I had for John Stewart. I don't think John Stewart is currently the only reason he's successful right now, or the only reason he's allowed to have his program is because he plays fealty to the DNC. Mm. I think he has worked himself up to as he is a voice of same with Charlemagne. The people, yes, he, he has enough of following. He has he ma- that, somewhere but. between three and ten million that are going to. Mm. If he says March, they will march. And I think Charlemagne is a very similar, which is mm. why this is so. It's gonna get lead out of pipes and paint because our babies are suffering because of that. It is the work of saying people who ride public transit deserve the same kind of dignity that anybody else does. So let's improve that system. It is the so work. So she's just of answering a question you're supposed to ask, but he didn't ask. Joe Manchin's name. She, he does this for five minutes. She won't say Joe Manchin. 
She won't say it. She used to be Joe. The big thing is she's Joe Manchin's colleague. She was of the Senate with him. He's been around in the Senate longer than Does her. he start asking the correct questions so that they like match up with her answers? Or because does she continually folks with do diabetes <laughs> should yeah, not be dying because they don't have enough money in their pocket. It's about saying black maternal mortality is a real issue that must be treated by everybody, including the White House, as a serious issue. And that's why the- Joe Manchin is not the leader of our country. <laughs> Frustration. Makes sense, right? But let's not Good deny job, Kamala, the impact idiot. that we've had and agree so also that there is a whole I, lot more work why? to be done. Hold on, I, and I, it hold, is not hold, easy hold, to do, but we will not give up, and I will not give up. I just want you to know that that, that Madam Vice President, that, that Kamala Harris, that's the one I like. That's the one that was putting the pressure on people in Senate hearings. That's why? Because like she didn't answer your question. Scott, thank me again, Riley. Give it to the me. respect was instantly one lost. One more time. One what more. Hit that? me again. Hit me again, please. I like it. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> oh my. I, I don't. She insulted him. She undermined what? the yeah. question. She basically called him stupid and then gave a terrible dodge answer. And his response was, "Madam Vice President." That's, That's what terrible. I like to see. Terrible. It's incoherent. The whole interview was incoherent. She didn't give a good answer to one question. And this was the finale. That was that was the end of it. Mm. And it's like Fox sound bites it to make um, Harris look bad. CNN's not. This didn't happen. Yeah. And I like our viewers to at least. I don't know what you got to share the whole thing. Uh, yeah, you really got to understand where this interview. It's such a. That's why her losing are cool. This was a very friendly interview. He really wasn't. That was the most intense question he gave, and that's pretty. That's the only thing anyone cares about right now. Mm-hmm. Currently, the reason why the whole Democrat agenda isn't being done is because Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin is a triple racist mm-hmm. and a bigot and a sexist. So it's like. I don't know how long he can sit like this when you have, because people like Charlemagne, where I'd like to sit down and have this conversation with him about critical race theory, because I think he's just pumping the points Mm. and isn't really like, have any vested interest. Things like this Vax. I don't know if he really cared much either way or the other. It was in his best interest as a show that is currently everyone switching to online. So he probably picked up a ton of viewers. Mm. What people do for their base during those times, I'm not one to judge that. This is here though. I'd rather him have this conversation about the boosters. And I think a lot more people in the African-American community, specifically a lot of these athletes that we've been talking about, would rather him grill down Kamala on, so what do you think about this? A lot of people are saying that this is discriminatory. And you're currently supporting the old white man who's trying to tell anybody who's not vaxxed they can't go to a Broadway play. Like, that, that that's the question I would have liked to hear. Mm. Nowhere near that. Yeah. But that, that was just one of those, you're going to see that clip play with Kamala chopped up. That was it in its full... That was her attempt to answer it, that stall thing. What happened there? I, I am pretty sure that there was a text from Simone Sanders to a producer at Charlemagne the God that gave him a letter and said, if you ever want an interview with a Democrat again, mm. just end it. Yeah. End it, wrap it. It's good. She showed fire and strength. Just call it a day at that. Yeah. And that's, I guarantee it, yeah. th- that's what it appears to have played out mm. towards the end of it. All right. One more clip here, the Jonas Brothers. Let me play this. <laughs> Let me play this for you. <laughs> Are you vaccinated? Yes, sir. Hey, yep. Who's the president, man? Who's the president? Byron. Who's the president? Byron. Do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? What's up, baby? Take me out the day. Uh, do we get it? We got it. Tax dollars at work, folks. Jonas Brothers went to the White House this week and made a TikTok. That was them. There's a clip of some people from, like, Queens or Staten Long Island where they go, like, Byron, Byron. It's like... I. People that follow right YouTube videos, they would do an impression of it at the White House. And Biden was apparently filming it because, you All know, right. that's perfect. he's taking TikToks. Yeah. Moment of Zen. That was that's, your that's a perfect way to end Next it. episode, we're going to be talking about Christmas. Hopefully the Battle of the Bulge is over and we can finally get Fauci cornered in a, bu- a bunker. I'm not saying he needs to kill himself. I'd like him to leave. The, I'd like him to leave this country. I'd like to send him back to China. Like, go to a country you could test bats and you could play with gain of function. You can redefine words and you can have your own special language, all for you. Just leave us alone. Leave us alone. Let us enjoy the holidays. Don't cancel Christmas. I've already canceled New Year's, so we gotta have the Christmas. New Year's will wait a couple months. Until then, we're gonna have guests upcoming this week. Stay tuned. Year in review and a year predicting ahead. Last year's episodes were pretty accurate. If you go back and listen to those runs around this time, I don't know. I'm proud of the continuity in the episodes. So thanks for listening.